Oh, it's so wonderful to see you again. Come in and unwind. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe, a podcast for the magical mind. So come, take a seat. Would you like something sweet? A star drop potion for the soul? Maybe an enchanted eclair as a treat? I just baked a batch of warm cookies with a dash of moonlight. I wonder what will happen if you take a little bite. Here's your bewitching beverage. Let each sip melt your worries away. It's time to open your mind. I wonder what magic awaits us today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Celestial Cafe. And it's nice to see everyone. Hello, returners. Hello, other hosts. I hope everyone's doing well. (laughs) It's been so long. I know. I uh, I barely recognize any of you anymore. We should have talked Um, about, like, changing shirts in between recordings. I think I was supposed to do that. Duke said she was going to do that. Yeah, I was going to change hats every episode. I forgot. Uh, (laughs) um, Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I got this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sunglasses. you have no clue who I am. You're now. a totally new person. <laughs> yeah, like Clark Kent, where he's got the sunglasses or the glasses on, and suddenly he's not Superman anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> my God, I love it. It's I'm like immersed. that meme where I saw yesterday, the other day, that was like, now that I've seen Zoe Deschanel with without bangs and glasses, I yeah. don't. Oh, I understand. Yeah, she looks very different. I understand how people don't recognize Clark Kent. <laughs> actually, actually true. Uh, welcome back. It's nice to see everyone. We're already de- derailed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're ready for that today, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly, I don't even know what I'm here to talk about today. Um, but the big one here is, uh, so on the day that this episode is releasing, my first episode of the podcast, of my podcast, is going to be out. Hooray! Uh, so, yay! So, right after you wrap up this episode, I invite you to go check out my new Oddcast, uh, the Lazy Fazy Oddcast of Wonder and Whimsy. It's going to be a really short intro episode. It's like an episode zero. So, like, it's just going to be me talking uh, about, like, what you're going to expect there, which I'll also share here. Uh, It's essentially, like, um, well, we're going to still do our full moon coverage, except instead of full moon, it's going to be new moon so that we can look at the new moon and the full moon, <laughs> sort of watch that whole lunation occur rather than just one, because the, the full moon is just one little scoop of the entire lunation process, right? I want to, I want to deep dive the, excuse me, the entire lunar process that, that occurs. Uh, and we're also going to just be talking about the astrology and the magic and the esoterica of my favorite media, which is usually video games and anime. Uh, and I'm going to have people on sometimes because I want to lift up uh, the people who I adore and talk about stuff that I just want to fucking talk about. It's not that deep. It's going to be really chill uh, twice a month, at least, uh, more if I can sprinkle some interviews in wherever I want. And um, yeah, uh, I hope that my odd cast can be a space for the Celestial Cafe refugees uh, that won't really have a podcast to stay at once this is wrapped up. Uh, and by the time that we wrap up Celestial Cafe, there will be two episodes total up like episode zero plus uh the next episode i guess spoiler uh a little tidbit for the celestial cafe listeners yeah true uh the episode one is gonna be like more of like a heavy introduction for who i am why why i'm talking about these things and we're gonna be pulling some tarot cards and drinking some tea together uh just a really chill chat with me and uh 
you know, just really entering into this new phase of uh, oddcast era, you know, and and getting my footing fully uh, into the door so that I could feel prepared to start dishing out some cool info and insights and my own personal brand of magic to the world and the way that I deliver information best, which is through my voice. So, I hope you all enjoy. Just, just throat chakra things. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't expect <laughs> anyone to understand, but listen, uh, it's 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 my strongest and most loving quality is my throat magic. So uh, I hope you all enjoy. Uh, just look up Lazy Phasey Oddcast on uh, all plat. I think. It- yeah, it should be on all podcasting platforms. I'm also going to have a YouTube. There's going to be no video at first, just for posterity's sake. But one day, uh, when I'm more in the flow, I've never really done anything like this, and I'm still gonna I'm gonna be learning like the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I know Ty's going to coach me through a little, little bit of it. Yay! Uh, woohoo! So I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some pretty good and solid foundation stepping into this. So I hope you guys enjoy. Um, and of course, links in the show notes and everything else. You'll you'll find your way there somehow. We're, we're going to make it as easy as possible. So I hope you all enjoy. Uh, that's really all I want to talk about while I'm here. Uh, but you know, uh, we did receive some Q and A questions, and I, I think I want to start there because I think that'll help me sort of guide into. I don't know other other ideas and and just topics at hand that is likely are likely going to come up in this odd cast. Uh, so one of the first questions we got, I, you know what? I didn't even write down who, who asked these questions. Oh, so no. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone who asked questions. I appreciate it. I'm not very good at this. Uh, maybe Panthera has this information. I feel like, I feel like she's the type of person to actually have this I stuff. I can find out. it really quick. Okay. <laughs> nah, uh, I got it ready. So. Okay, cool. The, well, the first question that I kind of want to touch upon, and this is a question that, this was a question directed towards all of us. And, and I would like to bounce around what you guys think too. Um, tarot versus Oracle. Uh, what do we use more? What purpose do we use? I feel them like for? we were supposed to do a whole episode. <laughs> we were. I think, yes. We yeah. were. Yes. Let's uh, try to the ones that was planned. <laughs> and, um, and this question comes from Kiki Beth in Discord. So thank, thank you. Thank you, Kiki Beth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was not prepared for that uh, part of this. Uh, so thank you, Kiki Beth, for this question. I appreciate it. Um, and for me, like, for the record, I've been I've been reading tarot for a very long time. I think this is my twelfth year of of reading tarot regularly, um, and having it being like a really big part of my life. Um, and I gotta say, like tarot is my main squeeze. I use Oracle to supplement what I the, the wisdom that the tarot gives me. Uh, it's kind of funny because I was looking through my decks the other day. I was just kind of taking stock and uh, I don't know, seeing what. <sighs> I don't know, like, like, just what's going on in my collection. And I noticed that I just, I have a lot of Oracle decks, way more than Tarot. Like, I, and I think that checks out because Tarot, especially because I'm so, I'm so married. If, you, if you've been on this podcast for a long time, you know, I'm married to Rider Waite Smith uh, and that, that form of Tarot, that, that language of Tarot. And I think that, I don't really need to branch out very far <laughs> when it comes to that. Like, 
that's the storytelling I enjoy. And I found that over the years. It was my first tarot deck that I really sunk into was a Rider Waite Smith clone. And it just is stuck. But I, I have a lot of Oracle decks because, it, I mean, they're all just so unique in their languages. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it's like what, like, for every one tarot deck I have, I have like four Oracle decks. Uh, so both have a place in my divination practice and my cardamancy practice. But more often than not, I'm going to seek out tarot first. Um, I just, I love the stories that it tells. I love the archetypes that are woven in it. It's um, a format I'm familiar with and I have connected deeply with. And then every now and again, what usually happens with Oracle is like, it's just such a gut check. Like, I don't go into reading like, it's usually like as soon as I start the reading, I'm like, you know what? I feel like they need some dragon Oracle. And of course, like the whole thing with like cardamancy and divination and stuff is like, I, oh, my tummy, my tummy went, wow, I heard that. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was was Cooper. I know. (laughs) I I guess I'm hungry. I need food. Want to cheese it? I've got some cheese it. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Uh, Maybe I'll get a snack after this one. Okay. But anyway, (laughs) uh, I've noticed that with oracle cards i just it's like uh, this person needs some dragon energy and and it's like i don't know it, it it's i and i think about people like my mom my mother it just automatically goes to oracle um and i just i don't know i i I'm so comfortable with tarot, I think is what it is. And it always gives me the answers I want. I usually pick up Oracle. I have a lot of like affirmation Oracle decks. That's like if I need a mantra, you know what I mean? Uh, mm. Or like a, a uh, something that I can like repeat to myself. <laughs> For know? me, That's, like I feel like tarot, extra encouragement. tarot gives yeah. me the like practical um understanding of a situation and oracle gives me like uh uh, aesop's fables moral of the story um so Mm -hmm. i usually go to tarot first and foremost to get a framework for what i'm working with and then i'll pull oracle to kind of get me like the um emotional and spiritual like uh mile markers that we're trying to hit along the exploration of that storyline yeah yeah like like uh just an extra bullet point comes in with the oracle card, right? Like a supplementary uh, side like dish. Oracle cards kind of tie the reading up in like a nice little bow for me. It's like um, mm-hmm. I oftentimes pair my tarot readings with like I have like um, animal allies cards or like um, very like archetypal kind of decks are my favorite oracle decks. And they just kind of help wrap up the reading into like one or two like overall themes mm-hmm. which i really like uh oracles yeah it's like sprinkles on like an ice cream yes. sundae or something like it's not necessary but it's mm-hmm. like it's nice and um the only times i ever find myself going for oracle like by itself is if i'm like wanting just like a nice light and fluffy kind of like motivation for the day i'm just kind of like what am i feeling today i'm just gonna pull like an animal or something and just see kind of like what energy am i i have one deck that there's a there's a couple oracle decks that i have that i i might classify as like 
therapeutic psychological tools. So like the self-care tarot is coming to my mind where it's like I wake up today oh, yeah. and I draw a card from the self-care oracle, not so much as like a tarot reading, but as a today, um, let me draw a card. I'm going a to compass. I'm going to make time today to uh, make myself a healthy meal at home. Um, How or, did I know you were going to say that one? Not. <laughs> or, um, or like there's a bath in there or there's music or art like yeah. that one I think is and there's other ones I have that are um, uh, mindful, um, mindful messages, messages that is mm -hmm. a really good one that's just like you said I think Panthera Mantra so like I'll just have I'll pull one and it's just like a really nice phrase or a, a meaning a powerful phrase to carry with myself that whole day um, mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily a tarot card although in some ways it's to me I feel like Oracle cards kind of water the tarot card down into the moral of the story right it's a little like, more digestible yeah. sometimes if you're wanting just like a quick grab and go whereas like yeah, usually if i never pull like a one tarot card i'm always setting down for like at minimum um, three for me so it's usually yeah. a more extensive question i'm looking for a little more oomph in my answers whereas oracles just like a quick grab Dude, like a, you've always like impressed me with your ability to take i've seen you do this on your streams one tarot card and weave a story for 30 minutes about one tarot card and for me yeah. i'm like i need like 10 tarot cards to get to the same place and i i don't actually think that one is better than the other um no, i think no. it's a completely so different way of um uh, uh channeling i don't know how else to say yeah. it so yeah because i know i know me i would get uh, under of course there's very specific situations I where i get I overwhelmed pulled, like 10 tarot, tarot cards and I, I do follow the story but I think that on a normal basis to pull that many for me in my world whew, this, the, I would get so muddled because ultimately like I feel like everything ends up being like one solution which is just like balance and like once I get like 10 cards in front of me it's just like now 10 different ways of saying balance you know what I mean and, and achieving balance so like I feel like with one card I can achieve like one pillar of of reaching that point uh that that's how i read it so it's very interesting i feel like i um i definitely gravitate more towards tarot but i have my times where i'm more towards oracle and like ah. it, to me sometimes i mix them together but a lot of the time i'm all tarot or or or, or all oracle um but it's also it's more like it's interesting because I approach Oracle with a kind of different take, I guess, uh, because like to me, tarot is all about the inner work. It's all like to me, that's how I approach tarot. That's how I've always approached tarot. It's like messages that I need to know to work on stuff inside and to work on myself as a person and for me, Oracle is the practical steps that I need to do oh. um, that like like the mindful messages or or um, like even like I have uh, the like fairy Oracle is like go listen to music or go mm. um, out in the in the sunlight and go pick flowers or something like it's the practical steps that I need to do to bring 
um, things into my everyday kind of life. Mm. Um, but I think that's also dependent on what decks you have because Oracle decks are completely different. I have a ton of different, like different vibes from Oracle decks, but I tend to gravitate more towards the more practical, uh, ones. But, um, but I haven't touched them in forever. And I'm actually, I was, when this subject came up, I was like, shit, you know what? I waited years to get, you know, the fairy oracle from um, Brian Froud. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just, I got it for Christmas. I have not touched it oh, because I, I kept saying, I kept saying I was going to make a YouTube video and I just burned out on doing YouTube, yeah. that type of YouTube content. And but right I just like, I, I, I pulled it out, <laughs> but, but I'm just like, you know what? I just got to do it. So I guess I'm going to, Take it out tonight and you mess around it's with awesome. it. It's awesome. Uh, I've I've actually mm-hmm. been using it a ton in ratings lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't know, a lot of people are just needing to tap into the sacred mm-hmm. fae energy for real. Like mm-hmm. uh, and and all the ways that it, both in the sense of just connecting back to nature, but also um, the way that I've been getting fae coming through a lot in my readings lately is like embracing the chaos that is nature and that is of humanity. Uh, and I actually kind of leads into my next question that I was that was given to me, um, and I believe that this was from Madison in our in one of our emails. So thank you for that. Um, and they they essentially asked, are there any moments looking back where you did a major oopsie working with the Fae, or like any really bad yes, experiences that question. made you <laughs> want to stop working with them? And I think that's a really um, Good question, and maybe something that even should have been brought up in the Faye episode, which everyone should watch, by the way. One of one True. of my favorite episodes that I've done on here. Um, it was so much fun. Definitely yeah. check it out. We'll have it linked yeah. down below. Definitely. Um, and it's hard because I feel like I did the bulk of my Faye work as a child. And then by the time that I was reaching a point where I was like cognitively realizing that uh, the the energies I was like interacting with were like very forest naturey based spirit realm sort of things. I think I already went through a lot of the trials and tribulations of Faye pulling tricks on a child. And then I kind of worked my way up to just being friends and uh not and maybe even like just on an evil and even playing field with them, I kind of proved to them that I was like not gonna burn the forest down you know like just like shit like that uh but yeah i i think um one of my earliest childhood memories of like um how do i even word this it, it, it's always so hard because i think that a lot of fey work in my experience has happened in this i took a lot of naps in the forest that that is how I communed with the Fae the most. There's a grassy, mossy knoll in my favorite part of the forest I grew up in that I would just curl up and take a nap. Uh, and it would be in this sort of hazy, half awake, half dream state where I would receive uh, direct, like very direct messages, very direct uh, insight, I think. And peaks into this liminal space because I could definitely say I've never seen anything with my awake eyes, right? Of of like this very big consciousness that that we all have when we're just walking around awake. All of mine have been in this very liminal space that I'm very comfortable exploring in. And one of the times um I woke up 
Uh, and first of all, I, oh, I forgot about this part. Um, I woke up and there was a black feather in front of me, uh, which I've never had seen before. I forgot that part until right now. And like, you know, I was like six, seven years old. Like, woohoo, feather. So I grabbed the feather. Uh, and I'm walking around. I put it behind my ear. And uh, there's this buzzing in this ear. I forgot that's why the buzzing was happening. Buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. And it made me want to keep turning around, like, to look. And then I was turning and turning and turning. And I got myself dizzy and lost. Uh, like I, because I just felt like I had to keep turning. It was in my right ear, turning right, turning right, turning right. And I didn't get home till late that night. And that was the first time I was like, I don't want to go back there. You know, I don't want to do that again. Um, <laughs> I was like, that's a little scary. Like I felt, I felt a little spirited away for a second. Uh, like looking back, right at the time, it was just like, ooh, scary thing at the forest. And I think I remember like taking off the feather and putting it somewhere. I was like, I don't want this anymore. Um, that's interesting. That I, for years, I've been thinking about that story, but I always forgot what made me want to spin in a circle so many times. And it was that. It was that, that buzzing and uh, right after I put the feather behind my ear. That's interesting. Um, and But, you know, like... It, it, it's hard to say sometimes like if there, there was that, that was probably the biggest moment that I was like, I don't know what I'm interacting with or what I'm doing um, out here necessarily, but it's like bigger than me, you know, and it's larger than just a girl enjoying her time sleeping in the forest, you know, um, and Luckily, like that, we 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 have a lot of like me and the Fae, We got a lot of ground rules, like essentially, where like offering at this point gifts come in return, right? But I, I think that I have a very special and unique Fae situation uh, that maybe not a lot of other people would experience, and I'm still learning how to put a lot of these things into words and, um, like. And and also even have the confidence to talk about them because this is a very uh, controversial or yeah controversial yeah. slash insane like medically <laughs> no not like, medically <laughs> like I I this th is th the one where even in like the witchcraft areas there's a lot of people that are like side eye skeptical about yeah sure and mm -hmm. it's like I I just know what I know and uh. And I think that what the relationship I have with the Fae is very carefully curated as an adult. And I think I just, quote unquote, fucked up a lot as a kid. But I also think there was a respect given that I just kept coming back. <laughs> just you like, didn't learn your lesson and they were like... No. And I think she's, that eventually, she's the one for us. <laughs> literally, and I, I think that eventually became like, okay, we're taking her under our wing. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, maybe knowing them, there may have been a pun intended. Uh, and and I definitely felt guided and protected by them, and I still do. And for the record, like I'm still in my childhood home and stuff. Like I, I'm still when I went to college. When I went to college, six hours away, they went with me. Uh, some of them did. Uh, you know, like at, at this point, our contracts are just like 
like like the spongebob episode or like in the cartoons where like the papaya the scroll like wraps around the room and like that's like me and my contracts with the fae in this area like we are just uh lifetimes now surely uh they're, they're gonna be following me for the rest of my life um but bear with me as i continue to sort of learn how to conceptualize and talk about this more because i do want to um it just literally sounds unhinged when you actually say it out loud um and i respect that but i also respect that maybe life's a little unhinged and uh thank you all for receiving my fey insights because it's very interesting and fascinating and uh it's scary sometimes for sure but uh Nothing that, like I said, that was the first time that I was like, ooh, like, I I want to go home, you know, <laughs> and not and not come back here. Uh, but I was very young, and the the Faye beckoned, what can I say? Uh, they wanted me to come back, and I, I always do. Um, and I hope that for anyone else who's experiencing the Faye or working with the Faye, like, there's a... Just know that there there's ways to connect with them and they will help you if you can open your door. And and there's nothing they love more than a curious soul, for better or for worse. So <laughs> it's kind and of honey. interesting. And honey and whipped cream <laughs> and sprinkles. Uh and any crystal chips and that you don't use anymore. Uh put find find a little tree in the forest with a little nook in it they live there just throw give them some gifts uh you you will be showered in return uh in some way shape or form uh but yeah that makes that's me kind think of my... another like spot i'm gonna be digging into if y'all watched the mm-hmm. episode that we put up last week um there's the cherokee little people out here is the mm-hmm. the lore which are yes. the i think the fae of this area yeah, so that's fae, that's, a, sure. that's another little one that i'm gonna be um deep diving into and my mom's uh one of my mom's friends um who grew up on the reservation says that she would fall asleep in the uh, forest and then would wake up with like little bows tied in her hair and stuff like that. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Twigs. And, you know, like I know where I fell asleep. I knew how I was sleeping and why would I wake up like with like uh, little stones in my hair, little twigs wrapped perfectly, you know, just like little instances like that. Unless someone's the greatest prankster of all time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Know? Like, how did you know I was sleeping here? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, it, it's very interesting to think about. Uh, but uh, another question that was given to kind of going back to the tarot thing. Um, and I, I would love to hear your guys' answers, too, if you have any relevant answers to this um this was also asked by um, madison in the email thank you again uh have you ever given a really bad tarot reading as in one that has made you seriously concerned for the other person uh for the person that you're reading for uh a reading that has yes yeah a reading that has made you kind of stop and go are you okay (laughs) like like actually okay so really I mean, early, I have for myself. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Uh, <laughs> true, 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 true. Uh, yeah, I've gotten some pretty nasty tarot readings about myself uh, that really stare you right in the face. Uh, but very early on, I have two. I have two things that come to mind here. 
this was like a month into me reading tarot and I was reading tarot nonstop. I was the tarot girl suddenly in high school and people would be stopping me in the hallway, grabbing my arm. Hey, hey, don't go to your class. Like read my tarot instead. Okay. Say less. Like (laughs) I won't go to class. Like I I will read your tarot in the bathroom. Right. And so I'm, I'm dishing out tarot readings. I must've done like 50 within like a week. Right. And like, once again, it's it's uh, this time it's after school. I went to the foreign language club. Only the coolest kids go to the foreign language speaking club. And um, once you know it, it was tarot time. Everyone wanted a tarot reading from Duke Dugerton. So they all sat at a table and, and I'm having them rotate out. And I still got my little white book in front of me, right? I, I'm still brand new to this. And Was this uh, with the gummy beer tarot? Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was using my gummy bear tarot, my my tried and true for like five years, the first five years of my tarot <laughs> journey. I just used my gummy bear tarot. And uh, I had someone sit down in front of me and I start pulling cards. I don't, of course, it's been so long, right? This was like 12 years ago. Uh, but like, I just remember I'm pulling cards like two of cups reversed. Um, I'm pulling like seven of swords, um, like cards like that, where it's just like conflicts and and I, and I'm like deep in the book right now because I'm immersed, right? And I'm like I'm reading all the keywords, blah blah blah. I look up and there are just tears. Right. Just like and this is the first very emotional tarot reading I did. And I was wondering why everyone got quiet around me. Uh, That's on neurodivergency. Me just like so lost. I didn't even feel the shift in the room change. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, are you okay? And it turns out that her parents like just divorced like a day ago. Like it was just like finalized and everything. And uh, like. She was so upset. She like vomited in front of me. Like just like she was traumatized. That's by, like, crazy. Oh. Holy shit. Yeah. So so that's definitely someone who did not know what to expect getting yes. a tarot reading. Yeah, and especially because I was doing like reading and, and like the yeah. readings I was doing previously was like. Oh, like you seem to be feeling like a little like uncomfortable. I remember like the vibe in the room was just like oh like. I bet, like, you're just feeling, like, unconfident right now. They're like, yeah, yeah, like, I'm feeling really insecure because, like, I just, like, gained some weight, like, was one of the readings. And I'm like, well, you gotta love yourself, you know, like, so it was, like, that kind of stuff where there was, like, a pep talk afterwards. And they're like, oof, I feel so much better. And here comes this girl (laughs) sitting down, not ready to get, like psychologically analyzed because she's so torn up about a divorce uh, that just happened right in front of her. And the whole crutch of it was that she felt it was her fault. Uh, And it was so rough. And I was obviously out of my pay grade at this time. And like the teacher was like, okay, no more Tara. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, and then she had to like kind of take her out of the classroom and like make sure everything was okay and i literally (laughs) never saw her again i think she avoided me uh i don't think she likes that um and that was my first taste of like how deep tarot can go um and the other one that came to my mind was a few years in the future i was in college at this point also the tarot girl at college uh where i would just get strangers walking up to me and being like my, my calling card were my giant heart-shaped sunglasses and my long pink Luna Lovegood hair. Uh, <laughs> so, so they looked for that girl. They would find me um, at parties or like as I'm walking out of class and they'd be like, tarot girl, tarot girl. Uh, and so this was one of those people. Uh, and it was a guy and, her gr- and his girlfriend. 
uh, they wanted a couple's reading. Uh, sure. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, right. Um, and it starts off, like, pretty tame, like, communication issues, like, make sure you guys are talking to each other, right? They got a lot of, like, reverse swords or whatever. Uh, and... <sighs> And then I started getting, like, once again, we were getting, like, a lot of those ugly cards, like the Tower, um, Lovers Reversed, like, these long-term, just, like, ah, like, and, and, you know, you don't want the words, like, you're going to break up, I think, to leave your mouth. But uh, this is also the yeah. point in my tarot career where I was like, I can't lie to these fuckers. They're going to waste their time. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't see this working out. And then, like, the silence was deafening. <laughs> and they both were just, like, sitting there, like, kind of just looking at me, not looking at each other. And they both were like... this makes me think of the time that i read tarot for my best friend at the time also um she was dating my roommate um this was like 15 years ago and she was like just out of a long-term relationship and was like just dating 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 date one person a week later dating another you know and uh we all deal with breakups differently and um this is how Mm -hmm. she was dealing with hers and she had been with this roommate for a couple of weeks or so and this was when i was really starting to get going in tarot and she was like i want you to read our tarot um and uh so i start to like i i literally like pull the cards out and i'm looking at them and i look up at her and I'm like, he's gonna have to leave the room for this. <laughs> like, I yeah. can't. I, I'm not. I'm not about to say all this in front of your 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 temporary boyfriend because, um, <laughs> like, obviously, it's this isn't going to work out. But it's also some shit that your temporary boyfriend probably doesn't need to hear either. Um, and that's probably on like having known her for so long and having like a deeper relationship. But it was definitely, and there's there's definitely been my share of readings where it's like, uh. I don't know, traumatizing for the person that's receiving it. And I don't understand that it's traumatizing because a lot in the way that you were like the tarot girl in high school, that's what I felt like happened to me on Twitch, um, where Uh it's like I start reading tarot and then all of a sudden everybody wants their tarot read. um, Uh And I'm just going through 20 a night, you know, and they're they're Uh kind of becoming routine. I'm not even thinking about it. And some really like I'm so in the flow that I'm I'm fully like channeling the information and I'm saying some Uh really... Uh deep shit that to me is it's become uh routine it's become like this is just what the cards say i'm just saying them i'm like and it's even harder on twitch because i can't even see your face you know what i mean right oh yeah that's so hard too yeah um and then next thing you know they're just like non-responsive in chat and like okay i need to go think about this for a while or you know like and it's like oh shit like i'm sorry dude like i'm sorry i'm sorry but i'm not sorry because honestly you needed to hear this and i think that's right what's valuable about um online tarot readers or like twitch tarot readers is we don't have a lot of the same um this can either be good or bad boundaries that an in-person tarot reading will have because we we're not going to this could be good or bad because we're not responding to your emotional physical facial expressions and state we can keep pushing on topics that in for me in person i might pull back on some because i'm i'm starting to notice uh your mood you can see and the energy reaction. so Whereas i don't want to we're behind the blinder so you Twitch, don't get the the, the like <laughs> 
unfiltered truth as like bluntly as you might ver- f- at least in my experience with yeah. being an in-person no, reader versus the, an online they're called like confession boxes is how they yeah. are like the priest yeah. is behind yeah. them yeah. Exactly. actually so yeah no that's exactly it like and I, I've definitely given some tough tarot readings on Twitch too where it's like uh, I actually uh, another one that came to mind. Sorry if you're listening to this because this was on Twitch. But uh, there, there was another couple that came in one time on Twitch, and I had to give pretty similar like, "Hey, enjoy the time you at right now, everyone, because it's not going to last. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's going to come to an end." And I remember like a week later, like I did that stream, and then a, a week passed, and I did a, the next stream, and someone came in. And they were like, "Hey, I want to say thank you for the tarot reading. Uh, my partner hated it." Uh, but I loved it. <laughs> I was like, hmm, it's very telling that your partner hated it, but you thought it was really cool. I was like, so maybe jot that down. Uh, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Oh, and by the way, for the record, so the the first couple reading I mentioned, they did not last. Uh, they broke up probably two months after that reading for exactly the things that I had said, which was mostly communication issues. And there were two very introverted souls that found each other because they were both introverted and like unfortunately that introversion ended up being uh (laughs) them not being able to speak their truth whatsoever uh (laughs) just because they were so shy uh and it was it was very interesting and um yeah so i guess those are like two of like the big like baddies in my mind where like i felt uh like being the accidental be the breakup deliverer. artist yeah the deliverer of bad news which i don't really like to be but i'm glad it's me sometimes because like i know how to say it where like and i've definitely gotten better over the years like i said that was like two or three years into my tarot practice and i don't know if i had quite as gentle of a hand uh back then i was i was pretty eager to just be able to see those things clearly it's like ugh, you're gonna break up like <laughs> interesting fascinating uh little gemini <laughs> scientist brain is is more fascinated than heartbroken by this discovery you know uh i saw it so clearly in the cards it was more like good job me i'm, I'm really growing as a tarot <laughs> reader uh the messages are so clear right now uh crystal um but yeah uh i don't know oh yeah we, we do have one more question we got enough time right uh to do the, the last one, which is something that we could talk about together, too. Um, and and I feel like that all these questions are going to be, like, just related to the things that I talk about and think about on my podcast, you know? Uh, it's, it's just going to be a safe space for all things mystical, magical, and wondertastical. It's true. Uh, so what do you do daily? And Panther, feel free to chime in with who actually asked this. What do you do daily to be or feel balanced or whole? Or alternatively, oh, I, thought, what? I thought the entire question was, what do you do daily? I'm like, that's, uh, like, well, that's a good question. <laughs> what do I do? This question was submitted by uh, Miss Lissa in was it? Discord. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Miss Lissa. Sorry. Uh, Very continuing the rest of the sentence. <laughs> yes. What do you do daily to be or feel balanced or whole? Or alternatively, alternatively, what don't you do or struggle with? Well, it's funny that this is being asked because I just added something new to my daily routine, which has been amazing for me, which is a daily stretching routine. Not even yoga. I used to do yoga every day, but now I'm in this mode of stretching uh, and just like 
purely listening to my body. Because when I do yoga, <laughs> it sounds so counterproductive uh, and, and like opposite of what yoga teaches. But sometimes I get very deep into like the eight limbs and the yamas and the niyamas and, and like the lifestyle of yoga and which is amazing and should definitely be researched if you haven't. But um, I kind of wanted to start with basics again and then just incorporate me getting back in touch with my body and just simply doing things like touching my toes and uh, doing like open arm stretches, uh, even like, you know, and I incorporate some stuff like downward dogs and and uh, stuff like frog pose is amazing, just opens up those hips, all those hip openers I do every day. Uh, that has really, really helped me stay grounded and focused. And and something that I've talked about a lot on this podcast is, is I like to bookend my days. I like to have a nice strong morning routine and a nice strong night routine. Just so at least I know I can begin and end my days with just like an anchor, right? Uh, something that really allows me to kind of flow in the middle because I do need that that sense of freedom uh, somewhere in my day. And so I, I activate that when I just, and a part of my morning routine is preparing for my day and like writing my to-do list and stuff, uh, whatever that may be. Uh, and so I can kind of flow through my to-do list however I want throughout the day. And, and uh, sometimes on my to-do list, it's like play video games, you know, like I got, I want to, I want to make sure that I get some fun in. I want to, and, and, and access all these parts of it. But yeah, like, adding a stretching routine has been brilliant for me. Um, and a part of that stretching routine, I do it right in front of my altar. Uh, like, so I'm right there. And then usually I, I plop down when I'm done cause I'm exhausted. And, uh, I, I get to light a candle as I eat my breakfast right afterwards. And it's just really, really chill. Um, just those, those little moments. And that's, that's stretching is a pretty big ritual. It's like 30 minutes of my day. Right. But like, I don't know. I've been really out of touch with my body for a really long time. It's been neglected as I've been so focused on healing the mind and spirit and my emotions, right? So it's been nice tapping back into my body lately. It's been long overdue, I feel. So does anyone else? <laughs> I mean, routine? right now I'm just trying to keep my head above water so sure. i don't know what balance is but i'm trying to establish a routine of some sort and a part of yeah. that the the only thing i have down so far is on an almost daily basis i actually put out fresh offerings on my altars hey, which used to be awesome. a, used to be a daily thing for me like like every single day my ancestor altar and my aphrodite altar got fresh water on the weekends aphrodite got fresh flowers um on weekends i had extra cash they got some wine um but like i ha let it all go for a while um just with like this spring and everything mm -hmm. um so so like i've been trying to get back and that is like one thing of many that i want to get back to um but that just even like the days i do that i'm like hey i did that that's great cool. um i know i know aphrodite would like it if I did it more consistently, but I'm trying. <laughs> hey, but Aphrodite's um, but, love is patient. She's waiting whenever you're ready. <laughs> but um, but but that's like one big thing. And the other thing that I really want to 
get back to that balances me is reading more and um, mm. just getting back to that. And instead, I I used to have this whole routine of like in the morning, I would meditate and I would read and I would read uh, drink tea while I was reading. And instead, and I wouldn't look at my phone, but now I wake up and I look at my phone and then an hour is gone. Sure. And so, so like, I need to get back to that. It's um, a hard I think habit that's to a big break. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's... I don't think I really have anything. I've been thinking about it the whole time and like (laughs) I don't think so. I think I'm just unbalanced and unhinged. (laughs) (laughs) You go you go where the wind takes you, perhaps. Yeah, I guess so. I I used to be someone I like even when I was in school where like a routine is forced upon you, like like in grade school where like you just have to wake up, go to school and like your six hours of your day technically like eight if you include travel is just gone uh like even then in my life i didn't have a routine right like i a sleep routine a food routine it was always all fucked and it's funny how with the most freedom i've ever had as an adult it's like now i need a routine right <laughs> i think i think i've just been living on the the edge this whole time uh and it turns out that having a routine for me personally has just been like even more freeing it's ironic right um because it gives me the peace of mind that i can get through my day without a pit in my stomach because i didn't uh tend to this need of mine today right uh and like oh like i i forgot to do this and now i'm like a big thing is like I forget to do things and then I forget and then i forget and then i forget but if i take the time in the morning to do my to-do list which i do then i don't know it, it creates a sense of completion i'm able to see look yeah. at my whole day and and but from the back for the whoa time is confusing uh so <laughs> wherever i am look backwards and be able to be like okay i this day was productive slash successful slash magical slash whatever it, it was meant to be right there's definitely something like very freeing about creating a schedule or habits that work for you rather than mm-hmm. being forced to kind of fit to a habit or schedule that was created for yeah. a whole kind of. So I always struggled so much with actual like grade school um, mm-hmm. scheduling, but I did it and I was consistent with it. And then college, when I had that freedom, Oof. it just went out the wall. Like I, I just didn't go to class. I just, uh, cause I didn't want to. And like, I was in control yeah. and I like completely like rebelled against the schedule me that had too. been forced upon me. But now like, um, as what I would like to call a responsible adult, um, <laughs> being able to create kind of my own routine, um, has helped me a lot. And it's, it's, I've had months where I've been very, very good. And I've had months where it's completely out the wall, but I will say that one of the things that's like really helped me ground and stay stable is um, it's been pretty much a year now since I started dog walking and five days out of the week, I have been outside for like the in- entire year, at least if I wasn't working on the weekends, which I, w- I did work on occasional weekends. So the majority mm-hmm. of, of the year, I actually took, you know, time and I was outside for at least 30 minutes each day, if not up to hours. So I'm very happy with myself. And I've definitely noticed like a change where it's like, I, I'm definitely more, much more like in the moment now than I was. Oh yeah, um, me too. And just like, 
I feel better throughout my day when I've just, I at least yeah. like, you know, I, at least I've got outside today. Like I, if I did nothing else, like, you know what, I was outside and I walked a mile or whatever it was, um, yeah. even at the bare minimum. So like that, that has been really nice to like look back on. <laughs> That's nice. And yeah, like, I, I like what you said. Like it, it's sort of something that I kind of abide by too, is like having no zero days, uh, which is something that you hear a lot and like the grind set, like parts of the, the world, but like also it's just good. Like, and everyone has a different definition for what a something contributing to your day is. And I would definitely count like just getting some time out in nature to be like a Absolutely. non-zero day. Like, and uh, especially as somebody who like suffers with seasonal depression a lot, getting outside during winter helped me to really appreciate it more and i actually like it got to the point where i was like i noticed a difference in how i was able to tolerate temperatures throughout the year at least outside inside i'm like freezing all the time and i can't stop but uh, (laughs) outside i was like oh this is nothing this is like hoodie weather and it was like 40 degrees and i was like whoa like a panther from like 10 years ago who was living in south carolina would never like this would have been like full snowsuit weather back then wow yeah exactly i agree with that yeah i feel like my temperature changed too the more i got outside like it's been like a fun like challenge for my body i feel like it's been cool i agree yeah no that's awesome uh but yeah, we should probably start wrapping up this episode. I feel at, at my my tummy needs a snack. Sorry if you can hear my tummy snack rumble. Tummy. Like literally, like as, like literally after the first sentence, I said my tummy's been like. Burr, burr. It's like I don't know. I feel like I well fed. Maybe just talking. I feel like I feel like it's a Gemini soul to start talking. It's like wait, I need a <laughs> snack while I talk. Uh, Absolutely, or else, or else I'm gonna be really sad. Uh, so I just want to say. Thank you all for listening uh, just to Celestial Cafe over the past year, year and a half, two years, how long, however long you've been here. Um, and I want to thank you all for giving me the space for me to learn so much about the astrology in our world every month. Thank you for giving me the space to hone in my my astrology student mind and grow it and expand it and lean into it further, getting the confidence to eventually bring this knowledge and my mindsets over to my own space uh, that I, I can carry by myself on my two shoulders, maybe something I couldn't have done at the beginning of this journey. Uh, I hope you all can maybe in some way, shape or form, follow me to the Lazy Phasey Oddcast and we can continue to grow together sink deep into astrology together, fall in love with the moon together, learn about tarot, learn about the magic of uh, Zelda and Ghibli movies and Pokemon and, and Sanrio. And, and let's just keep, let's keep the good times rolling, you know, as Brennan of the woods once said, and may we, uh, uh, may we continue to, love ourselves. That's all I have to say. Uh, thank you all for having me. And uh, uh, next week we are talking about, it's, that's my tummy again. See, I'm so freaking hungry. Uh, our next episode next week is going to be with Fuchsia, uh, who will be talking about uh, uh, their favorite witchy games. And uh, uh, let me see. Oh yeah, location they're gonna be talking magic. Of, yeah, location magic, storytelling, and and just like, the joys of witchcraft overall. Uh, so please, please stick around, listen to her wax poetic about all those beautiful things. And once again, 
I invite you to the Lazy Phasey Oddcast, which the first episode will be out today. All the ways to find that will be very accessible <laughs> if you if you take a little bit of time. So uh, thank you all. I appreciate you all. And may Celestial Cafe live on forever <laughs> in all of our hearts. <laughs> thank you. Mm. All right. I think that's it. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Also, you should check out my uh, website. Fazy, F-A-E-Z-I dot L-O-V-E, Fazy dot love. That's what it's called. You can find tarot readings and astrology readings there. I'm going to be expanding it to also sell my art. It's going to be sick, sick nasty. Yay, Duke's art. going to be popping off. Everyone's going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa." and I'm going to make blog posts maybe even. Um, Nah, that's it. Okay. (sighs) Bye, everybody. Bye again. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye.